Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kersam from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician, Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show as we broadcast live from Miami Mike Sports Zone, Route 10, East Hanover, New Jersey. And uh, come on down, we'll take you up to the Monday night football game. Tonight uh, we have the uh, Philadelphia Eagles and the uh, Chicago Bears. And, of course, we will recap Miami Dolphins' uh, close call, but uh, still a loss up in New England as the Miami Dolphins fall 31-24 to the New England Patriots. So now the Dolphins are 0-2, but they've, played two of the better, if not the best, teams in the NFL. Uh, certainly when you consider where they had to travel for week one, it uh, makes that matchup even tougher. So uh, we'll go over all of that. And uh, uh, as usual, uh, we have a lot of uh, comments that uh, I'm sure will be expressed from my uh, partner in crime over here. So uh, let's welcome into the program uh, Rich and Zant. Um, Rich, you know, I know you're not happy with uh, coming out of there with a loss and, uh, you know, moral victories in this league really only get you, you know, nowhere. Um, But, uh, you know, there was some signs of of progress in this team. So I guess let's break it down. But your overall uh, feeling of it, um, negative or positive? (laughs) Very negative. Jeez. You know, I, I think everything I predicted coming into the year is coming true. We have no running game. Our linebackers and our secondary are atrocious. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. Where do you want to start? Well, I guess let's start with the offense. And, and almost 400 yards by Tannehill, a phenomenal second half. Yeah, I know. All that. I, was, so, I, I believe, mean, you know, when you dig yourself such a hole, I think the other team was playing differently. They were laying back a little bit. I think they kind of went into a prevent mode at, at some point. You know, we knocked the quarterback out, so now we're playing the third-string quarterback. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to get that crazy about being down 31 to three and then coming back to within seven. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that from my perspective, I'm saying there are some positives that you have to take out of this. I think that the team does have a different complexion, if that's the word, um, and they seem like they have a, a more positive attitude. Uh, you know, I, I, I see things out of Tannehill in the offense that I like. Um, you know, that's, I think it's unarguable. Uh, you know, the, the, the thing that I'll say is that if you give this kid time, um, you know, I've seen him do some pretty good stuff. Yeah, I'm not, you know, downgrading Tannehill's performance, you know, in the second half. But, you know, remember, in the beginning of the game, they were terrible. Yeah, the first quarter they were. Yeah, um, yeah there's there's no doubt about that. I and mean, we'll break it down. I, I see a lot of the problems from the defensive side of the table. You know, I still see the offensive line getting him hit too much. I haven't seen a big, vast improvement with the offensive line of you. Yeah, I mean, I've seen an improvement. I don't see any improvement on the running side of it, that's for sure. I definitely see well, an improvement. But I think he's getting hit way too much. Yeah, what I've seen he, got, though, yeah. he got sacked five times in week, in week one. He got sacked at least two or three times yesterday, but he got hit probably a dozen times. Yeah, he's getting hit too much, and he's getting hit violently, there's no doubt, certainly in the Seattle game. Um I do see better protection for him, though. I see them giving him more time than they gave last year. I mean, you, you forgot last year. It was literally like, you know, a 2.8 seconds before he was so taking problems. been about eight times in two games. Yeah, it's, it's not where it needs to be. I understand that. I'm trying to look at it from a fairly positive, you know. I'm looking what at do I do? Lie? 
<laughs> you know, you're so twisted that you don't see any positive. That so it's not about lying; it's about you just not seeing any positive well, at all. Going into week three. Yeah, well, you know what? You How, I wouldn't really do. You say everything's going to be fine when it's not. Is there any? Is there any gray area to that? No, I think I predicted no? in the beginning of the season. This is a six. Six and ten, eight and eight team, and it's going to fall somewhere in between that. Well, to get to eight and eight, you have to win eight games. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. obviously it doesn't contract with your own. I said six to eight wins, I said. Yeah, I, I, I got that. I understand what you're saying. But my point well, is. What do you want me to say? I always say how great I am, how great I think this team is going to be when they're not going to be. You see no improvement at all. No, no I, I still think the offensive line is a problem. We created a problem with the running back situation. And we didn't address the linebackers. We didn't address the secondary. So, yeah, that's, that's what we have. So you don't see any improvement is what you're saying? No, Nothing. none. Same team as last year. Absolutely. It's going to really? fall to the same category as wins as last year, too. No, I don't see anything different. They may, you know, maybe the passing game is going to be a little bit more dynamic. You know, I think Tannehill definitely looks better. We have a lot of playmakers at receivers. But, you know, no, I don't see a vast improvement here. Well, let's start with the wide receivers because there's certainly an improvement there. And you say I more said dynamic. we have good receivers. I said that. That's one of our strong points. But that's improved from last year. Is it not? No, well, we still have Landry. We yeah. still have Parker. We have Parker, you know, that played, you know, half the time so right. far. Okay. Still, so you know. He's playing much better. He's playing better. Yeah, he is. But, you know, he made one of the biggest mistakes in week one. You yeah. know, he probably cost us the game week one. Yeah. Okay. Which, 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 which I like I like the rookie LaRue. I like the kid from Rutgers. I think, you know, he's got great hands, but, you know, he doesn't play uh, that much. Yeah, but you're kind of contradicting yourself because you said I said we have good playmakers at wide receiver. Yeah, and I said Tannehill cost us the game week one. Probably cost us the game week one. Okay, so that means you went out to Seattle and you really could have won that game. You should have won that game. He drops it. That's an improvement, isn't it? That's the hardest. I don't. They lost to the Rams yesterday. No, but you played in Seattle. I understand that. Team outside of Seattle, you know. They didn't have to travel far. They lost to one of the worst teams in football yesterday. So how much credit do you want to give us to playing a, a close game with Seattle? Well, I think it's one of the toughest places, if not the toughest oh, place to play. Is. So, you yeah. know, to go 3,000 miles and, and, and have that, I think it's improved. Listen, I'm not saying we're anywhere near where we need to be. I'm just trying to point out some of the things that seem like they've improved. Ryan Tannehill looks like a much improved quarterback this year to me. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But there's still a lot of lulls. I mean, the first week they had eight three and outs in a row. They last, you know, yesterday they were asleep in the first quarter, you know. And they, they dug himself a huge yeah. hole. Yeah, I, I, that was unclimbable. You know, you can't climb that thirty-one to three hole. No, you can't, and that's why they didn't. But yeah. I mean, just the fact that they had that second half comeback, I don't think the. But team do you don't think it's predicated on the other the defense playing differently? I think it's somewhat predicated. And, and, and your quarterback being hurt too. I think it's somewhat predicated to it, but when your offense, you know, puts up the points of. Yeah, but don't you think that, like, you think if Buffalo was in, you think they really get shut out? Well, he didn't get shut out because when he came in, he, he still finished that drive and got three points. That's right? true, but so, I'm saying, but do you really believe that that offense totally goes into the shell if Goff goes still in there? Yeah, I don't think that they come out with a 31-3 to lead. I don't think that they open it up. Yeah, I think they go even more Garoppolo, they're going to get much more conservative. Yeah, they're going to go into somewhat of a shell anyway. I mean, don't forget, he's the backup quarterback. Let's not I understand, but we couldn't stop that, that over-the-middle thing when he was in there. You know that. I, but yeah, uh, but, you know, to say that, like, I mean – I'm not going to give a whole lot of credit for this. I don't know. I I, I really don't see like uh, too much praise to go around for this. I really. No, don't. I'm not saying praise, but yeah, I'm I, I'm sorry. I thought what was on the table right now was whether or not it would have been the same comeback if Garoppolo. Was yeah, there. and I think Garoppolo was in there. I think they score at least ten more points. Well, what does the offense do? The offense, offense. What does that do? Well, I think you know. I think the defense probably went to like a prevent mode. I don't think they were playing the same way. You know? So what does Garoppolo have to do with that? Well, if Garoppolo was still in the game, I think that they would they would push the ball better. I mean, you saw the mistakes by the third-string quarterback. Yeah, I'm trying to see what does the defense have to do with Garoppolo? What does the New England defense have to do? If they went in to prevent, they were doing that anyway. Yeah, I mean, we may have still scored, but I'm saying they would have scored also. We never would have got that close. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I, I got you. I just think there is something there you have to give a little credit to. You know, to, I mean – 
I don't think Garoppolo has anything to do with the Miami Dolphins offense starting to click on all cylinders in the second half. Yeah, you could say that they may have scored more points and put it out of and reach. And I don't think we would have, yeah, it would have been more out of reach. I don't think it would have been as close. That's what I'm saying. Right, but from the Dolphins' offensive standpoint, that they're really well, I think their defense went to a prevent mode. And why wouldn't they have with Garoppolo there? They what still would have. I'm not saying they would have, but I don't think it would have been as close because Garoppolo, I think, would have scored more. Yeah, but you, I understand the scoreboard might have been different, but the Dolphins' offense, uh, it still did some pretty good things in the second half. That, you know, I don't think it would have been any different if they had Tom Brady at quarterback. I'm not saying that the quarterback had anything to do with the Dolphins' offense. I'm saying their defense so went to I think that now. they went to a prevent mode. I think that there was a lot more things opened up. Listen, you know. When they, they probably changed a lot of personnel, too, when it was 31-3. to I would assume that they probably played people that wouldn't have been playing. I don't think so. No? I really don't. No? Belichick? No. In the second quarter? Do you think Belichick's making It was changes? third quarter. No. Well, not really. It really wasn't the third quarter, though. We scored I mean, three points at halftime. We scored that touchdown in the second. Right? No. We scored the touchdown. We scored in the three second. points there, right before halftime. It half was 31-3 at halftime? 20, it was maybe 24-3. I think they scored coming out at a half. Yeah, we we didn't score a touchdown before half. We had um, three points at halftime. Remember, we were saying they should have went for it. Okay. What's three points so, going to yeah, do they, for you? On that try, yes, they had that good drive that yeah, scored right. three, and we should have went for a touchdown. And then they came back. Yeah, think about it. The three point, you know, a touchdown would have definitely been a better thing there. Oh, of course it would have. I mean, yeah. it may have changed the whole game. Yeah. I mean, you may, you know, but. Uh, Still, you have to figure, you know, with the, with the Dolphins' offense, the way that it, it finished and they came out. Look, I looked at the schedule and I saw O2 written all over it when it started. It's horrible to start, you know, the West Coast and go as far to the place on the East Coast the next week, you know? I mean, it's really an unfair start to a season. There's no question. I mean, you know. <laughs> you know, and I know that was, that was done because they didn't think the stadium was going to be ready. Yeah, that was a that was a backup plan in case Steady wasn't done. I mean, you you had the toughest schedule in the league to start it off. There's no doubt about that. So you got your two losses that you knew were coming. I understand your point there. I'm just saying that I think that when you you know we take that into consideration, okay, they were close games. You know, you gotta you gotta take some of the positives and, and go from there. You know, so now if you do that, um, look, I would love to be so optimistic, but. The problems that the problems that we have with this team are not going to get any better. You know, we're not going to find the running game. We're not going to. I mean, I could, the only thing that could happen is our offensive line could get better. But as far as like the linebackers and secondary, which are huge gaping holes in our team, they're not getting any better. No, they're not. They weren't addressed. I understand no. what you're saying. I agree with you there. I'm just trying to find some positives out of, out of what I've seen for the last two games, and I see them on offense. I do see some positives. I see them in the passing game. I see them in the quarterback. Yeah, I, I don't agree with you. I don't see some positive things from the offensive line as well, although he's getting hit much, much too much. I still see some positives coming out of there. It's a better offensive line than it was last year. I mean, you can't run the ball. I mean, that's not So maybe it's not. <laughs> and he is getting well, hit too much, Pat. So yeah, I don't know how you could say your offensive line is that much improved. You're still missing well, your center, too. Well, I think because I seen him last year not even being able to, to, to throw the ball. You know, yeah. like you know, there's guys going long and getting and, and getting passes thrown to them, whereas there wasn't enough time to do that. So, yeah, there's, there's been times where he has had protection, but, he like, again, uh, I hate to sound like a broken record, eight sacks in two weeks is not yeah, unacceptable. Not good, and he's not going to survive doing that in this no. league. I, I he's going to get hurt. There. Yeah, I'm not praising the offensive line. I'm just saying I see some improvement on the pass protection. Some. You know, there, I mean. Uh, I mean, Chris Long slammed him yesterday. He went around uh, James like yeah. he standing still. Absolutely. I mean, I think if you're going to look for certain things in that game, it was the turnovers in the beginning of that game. That's yeah. what killed And you. ones that we didn't get. You know, yeah, and the was ball some, was on the ground twice, and we could have changed there was some, the flow of the game. Turnaround and turnovers yep. by New England that you didn't capitalize yep. on. That's very true, and that, and that came back to bite you for sure. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, defensively, I, 
go on forever, and we'll do that on the second part of the street. But, um, you know, I, I think if there's any positives, it's from the offensive standpoint, you know, and, and, and that's really where I'm going with that. I mean, you, you seem to think that this team is a, an identical mirror of last year with no hope and, and just basically, you know, uh, I guess nothing changed under the Adam G. Sarah. And that's where I'm contrary to you. I think there has been some change, but, um, I don't know, you don't see it at all. I'm not going to show up in the wood column. Well, you're going to you're going to Cleveland next week with a third string no, quarterback. We're uh, you're playing Cleveland next week with, 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 yeah, with a with a third string oh, quarterback. So if they win thirty four to ten, maybe you get a, we're gonna have a balloon release. I mean, you better beat them. When have we beat a team thirty four ten in no, the last I know. five years? So yeah, you know what? I might put the balloon release. Yeah, yeah. honestly, if that happens, that's what I was telling you. You know, the other day. I mean, if, if that happens, that means you took the positives. Out of these losses, and you you capitalize. Hey, they on almost it. beat the Ravens yesterday, so I guess you can't really write them off either. You know, the Browns. Well, no, but I'm talking about the Dolphins. So yeah. um, you're telling me if you if I had a 34-10 victory next week, would I be really happy? And, and but yeah, I kind of would. Because I think that would be the start of something. Do I anticipate that happening? No, I really don't. <laughs> I think that they're going to get a victory, but is it going to be 34-10? Well, they better. If they lose the two third-string quarterbacks back-to-back weeks, that could be an NFL record. Would that be a record? I don't know. I've never seen it happen before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I must say, I have to be honest with you, in the second-half comeback, you looked as aggravated when they were coming back as you were when they were. So you, you, you. Completely, we're not happy with that comeback. I don't know if you realize well, that you, you know, it's, it's very hard to get me happy when you're losing 31-3. Yeah, but when they were losing 31-24, you still were. Because right. I still didn't believe they were going to finish it. I, I didn't have any. They were coming back and back. I if they tied it, I would have been happy, but right. obviously it didn't happen. And I still don't know why Devontae Parker didn't jump. Yeah. Um, I don't understand that either. He's like, it's like basically a hail mary, and you don't jump. Yeah, the guy had the best vertical leap in the league, and he doesn't jump. And it was set up to do something special there, and I had the ball was, yeah. there was maybe a little bit overthrown. But that's the guy who's got the uh, the leaping ability that you've been talking about. I was shocked too. I mean, the like guy the pitcher's actually screwed up by catching it because he just should have let it go. Well, if it's over his head, if he it bounces over his head, it could bounce back to our guy. True. So he made a bad mistake there. But they, you know, they how bad back. was it? Well, uh, I mean, it, it could have thought about that once. No, but because they right. don't think they think interception that's bad. They right. don't think the bad part about it. Right. Well, I guess that that's true when you look at it, you know, in that fashion. But you know, I, I still think that if he would have, he was in a position to do something that I would have really liked. To see he actually he looked like he stopped running and yeah. he has a jump. Yeah, and then he was found himself backtracking in a, in a spot where I guess he couldn't leap at that point. I think he panicked a little bit too, you know. Um, I, I, the ball was a little bit overthrown, but I would have liked to see him get up there just to get an idea of, you know, what what may have, you know, transpired, you know, through some of that. But um, we'll see. All right, so uh, we got a couple things going on. So I know, um, you know, as the show starts up for this year, a lot of people ask me, you know, how to get there. We have a new, new phone number, which we're going to open up as the year goes on. So if anybody wants to call in the show, the new uh, call-in number is there. You go 323-870-4158. Again, that's 323-870-4158. Uh, as we make the transition now, you can go to Blog Talk Radio or just search the Pacatello Show, and it will come up there. Uh, we also have a live feed going on. Um, we've got a live feed uh, for this year, and it's going to go directly uh, with Miami Mike's, uh, and he has a show that comes after that, so it'll be uh, on the Miami Mike uh, Facebook page. You can go there if you want to see us uh, directly there. Uh, you can do that as well. And then as we uh, continue to link all these things up, it'll become easier for you to go to one site to the other and, and do all that, and then we'll have uh, uh, iTunes and all that set up for you guys to, to download us uh, automatically and, and, and whatever you have to do there. Um, so uh, we'll do that. And uh, also uh, one of our uh, friends of the show, um, Les Krieger, not, a little bit under the weather, not feeling too well uh, health-wise. want to give a shout-out to him, and, and, and hopefully uh, he's doing better, and we look forward to, to hearing from him as the, uh, as the season goes on. So uh, we'll take a quick break now, and then uh, we'll be right back. Uh, Miami Dolphins Legends Show. This is Don Shula. Happy to be on the Pat Cotello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. 
For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we broadcast live from Miami Mike Sports Zone, Route 10 East Hanover, New Jersey. We'll take you down to the uh, Monday night football game tonight, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles and the Chicago Bears. And it's always electric here as Miami Mike will do his show uh, inside there in a little bit. And uh, without further ado, we uh, actually have Miami Mike in his uh, segment joining us on the show. So, hey, Mikey, how are you, bro? Hey. Oh, it's a pleasure. Yeah. What's up, buddy? I thought this was Sunday, Monday, and the ball was I tell you. What are we supposed to do? It's 21-0. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, it reminds me of a Super Bowl. You know, you're all hyped up for it, and then it's like one of those 80 Super Bowls where you find yourself three in the hole, you know, before the game even starts. So, you know, I try to look for some positive side, which, uh, you know, going with the rich on there, he doesn't seem to see any, but, you know, I, I, you always have a never positive, never positive. But, There's always that one, you know. But you always tend to have some kind of a positive take, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. What's your feeling on it? Uh, well, I'm going to give you my uh, positive Much, much, much better, better than, than the 
It's huge. You know, it's huge. There's nothing more momentous than, than a, a short yard situation at a key time that doesn't throw you away, right? I mean, that's a huge turnaround. It is. And as he Yes, 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 yes. Listen, the Browns coming to the town this week, if the Dolphins don't blow them out, there's a problem. Even that backup quarterback in Cleveland, coming to Miami, Dolphins all over All I can say is that it should be a nice, Comfortable bit. It better be. Yeah. Right. There's a lot more problems than we think if there's not. Right. And I'm, I'm not counting on a blowout, but, uh, uh, you know, let's, let's have an impressive thing. But before you go, tell everybody that. Come on, but, you know, you know the list and everything. You go and do your show very shortly. Where can we see all this? Where can we see this show and everything? Tell everybody. Well, we have our live shows every Monday here. We have the legend show with Pat Catello. And then we have Paul's Rips Hotel, Paul's in the end of the Fire Monday Night Football Show. You can go to my personal Facebook page, it's Michael Minervini, M I N U R V I N I, that's where we stream live. Also, we'll tape it and we'll put it up on all our sites, Miami Mike Sports on Instagram and so on. But the live feed right now is Michael Minervini, better known as Miami Mike. They have it. So listen, guys, Mike, it's our pleasure. We'll see you next week. One of two, baby. Thanks, Mike. There you have it, the great Miami Mike. Stopping by for his normal segment each week. And uh, you know, let's get some positives out of Mike. And, 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 you know, and, and, and I understand. I, I, I'm very frustrated, too. And I'm year in year out seeing the same thing. It does look very similar. I saw this I wish I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I guess you just have to see how this plays out. I mean, I have an idea of how it's going to play out. But what was really strange yesterday is our running back rotation. I mean, we know Foster gets hurt, right? But how does a Jotty become the, the starter and then Drake becomes the backup and Damian Williams is totally out of the mix? Yeah, it, 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 it was a little strange how this is all going. And I like Damian Williams the best out of, out of them all. And, and, you know, and, and to see that, you know, it, it's a little strange because you don't know where, what they're basing these decisions on. Sometimes that is well, Jai's, a little bit. He looks terrible. Yeah, I'm not, not, not sold on him at all. I think that this I mean, I thought there was a glimmer last year when, you know, he, he was hurt the first part of the season. He came in and I saw some good things from him. And then, you know, he lost the starting job. He's basically handed the starting job this year. Yeah. And he, he, he played his way out of that. Not like Foster beat him out. Foster really didn't beat him out. No. He just, Achari was so terrible in training yeah, camp, they guess, couldn't give him the job. And I guess the attitude. Then he pouted. Yeah. He sat for the first week. And then, okay, he pouts. He gets in trouble. He doesn't make the trip. And then he starts for doing nothing. Isn't that bizarre? And he fumbles. That's a huge fumble yesterday. I know. And now Foster obviously having some nagging injuries again, which you knew were going to happen. He's been out of the league for how long? So I don't know how much you can really count on that to be your starting running back, you know, throughout the season. I mean, it's going to, you know. He was our fourth choice. They whiffed on Forte. They, they undercut him. They was just played very well. well on him. Better than I better. Yeah, I didn't really I want him, but he's a better choice. I didn't, he didn't give me a choice between Foster and him. Yeah, that's true. All right. Okay. C.J. Anderson. They didn't offer him enough. My number one choice. And now you can see he hasn't missed the beat. Bad, bad job. Not right? Terrible. Terrible. If you were going to get rid of Lamar, that was the answer. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You, would, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have missed the beat. If you got him in there, you really yeah. wouldn't have heard anything about Miller, you know? Yeah. Because now it's turning out to be one of the worst moves, like you said, during the offseason. But if yeah. you got Anderson in there, it would have been somewhat But that's my cannabis. He doesn't fix problems. He creates new ones. And he certainly has created a lot of new ones. A lot. A lot. Who are the other running backs? You had a couple more you wanted to name? Who else did we miss out on? You know, I mean, I, I'm not crazy about this Drake guy. I mean, you know what I mean? The backup from Alabama. I mean, you want me to get excited about him? I, no. I just I think our running backs really are a huge problem. Was there any other uh, free, uh, um, free agents or that we looked at in the offseason? Those were the – Those were the two that they brought in. Forte and Anderson. Yeah. I thought there was one other one. Well, I guess I'm just yeah, thinking of – I thought there was one more, but I guess it was Foster. came out of nowhere with that, you know, which was... Well, so it was garbage picking. You know, they got him for a song. He hasn't been played in like, no. years. I mean, and that's what it was. You know what the highlight's going to be? If his, it's going to be... That pass for 50 yards and open it away. And, and what he did to, you know, the, the, the Seattle safety. But, uh, you know, I mean, 
I, I think that his body's probably going to give him a harder time than you think throughout the year. We'll be curious to see what happens in Cleveland. But like you said, this is a team now. You really should go in there and, and dominate because it's a, it's a lesser team than you've been playing in the last two weeks for sure. They're playing with their third-string yeah, quarterback. Yeah, I mean, that, that in itself, I mean, I'm looking at it from an offensive standpoint, but you're absolutely right. From a defensive standpoint, you got a third-string quarterback that, you know, you really should be able to. Remember, we had a third-string quarterback, we couldn't get a first down. Yeah. Remember 2011, remember that? Yeah. We went through the Cleo Lemons and the McNowns, the bad McNown. That there is, was there that was, 11 or yeah, earlier yeah, than that? Right? Yeah, it was 2011, yeah. yeah. And we had the... We had a bag now, but they're all bad. I forget which one it was. To me, it was a Josh or – I don't know. They all stink. But we had one of the McDonald's that was awful. Yeah. They, they couldn't even get a first down, though. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, how uh, did they forget it? Yeah. I remember it more than, you know, than the good things because it seems like it's it's been catapulting year in, year out. And so, you know, when you – I guess that's where you come up with, you know, the same old, same old. And I feel it, too. I feel it, too. I mean, it's it's a lot of the same old, same old. It's very frustrating, you know. So I'm trying to – I would be happy if they would turn the page offensively and at least be able to put points on the board and watch the defense give them up. But yeah, but you know what? Without a running game, it's, it's good. You're not going to perform like that against no. good teams. You know, and there's, there's, I heard he wants to set up the run with the pass. Well, that's what you we're, know. We could have, we did. Marino could yeah, do that. Marino could do that, right? Remember they said Marino? He couldn't do it. Nope, it doesn't work. When you have an inferior running back, it never back, works. It, never works. It, it, it doesn't work, and it, and it will never work. And I don't see this running game changing. I really well, don't. Because the line's not that good. That's a, you know, it really isn't. When you can't open up a hole on, th- on short yardage, that tells you your line's not that any, any good. Yeah. When you see penetration like they have, you know, on those short yardage situations, then, and the defensive guys are like three yards in the backfield, your offensive line's no good. No good. There's no doubt about it. You know, it. there's Tunsil, right? Are you impressed yeah. with this guy? No, I'm certainly not impressed with him. They moved his position. I don't but, even want to blame him. I'm not even saying it's his fault. The man is too big to be a guard. You know, I'd really have to watch this game again and really study the offensive line, and I think I'm going to do that, actually. Even if I don't report on it for the next show, I'll just take it into the Cleveland game. But I'm going to really watch this and just focus on the offensive line and see what's going on there. Because, you you know, I see better things, but, uh, you know, I, I I can't really say that, you know, I'm confident or comfortable with the way that the offensive line has been playing. And, and Ryan Tannehill, you're right, has been taking a monstrous amount of hard hits, even if he doesn't get sacked. And even if it's a positive play. A lot of them are on positive plays this year, and I guess that's why I'm saying. But he's still taking a beat. There's no doubt. Even about when it. he doesn't get sacked, he's getting hit yeah, after the play yeah, hard. Hard. And sometimes that's even worse. Yep. Right. Yeah. Sometimes that's you worse. get hurt more on that I've than you do on sacks. Yeah, I, you do. I've seen because Cam when you're when you get, you're done throwing the ball, you're much more vulnerable yeah. when they have it. Yeah, you're right. And Cam Newton is a perfect example of that. Most of the injuries he's taken, the play's already done. So you're absolutely right. Those are where you're going to get injured the most and hurt the most. Yep. If you really look at the injuries of quarterbacks in the league throughout history, it's after the play. It's not the fact that they get hurt on. You're absolutely right. It's it's after and they get pounded. Yeah. Good point. I will take our last break. We'll come on back. We'll uh, wrap it up and look to the Cleveland game after this. Second and nine and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Schreiner on the catch. San Marino has now thrown for more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello.
Dolphins Legend Show, Pacatello, Rich Van Zandt, as you come into the final stretch slide from Miami Mike Sports Zone to the 10 East over to Jersey. We'll take you up to the Monday Night Football game, Chicago, Philadelphia. Uh, so, Rich, you know, I mean, this is a weird league. I don't know what the expectations are. I think right now I'm just looking for some improvement from what I've seen for the last five years under the last regimes, you know. I think that's where my mindset is, basically. Um, and like I said, I'd be happy if I can get a dynamic offense or somewhat of an offense that can score points. Yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I hope you get what you're looking for. <laughs> I don't usually, so <laughs> I guess that's that leaves us in dire straits. I don't know. I just know this is going to be another no-playoff year, and I'm just, you know, it's wearing me out. It really is, you know? Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that. I don't know. I don't know that I can say that it will be. No, it's going to be the same damn teams there again. The ones you know and love. You know, you can see that already. Pittsburgh already on throw. Yeah, Yeah. it's Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. You know, New England. You know, Kansas City probably. You know, Denver, Denver. You know, and then the wild cards be Kansas City or the Ravens. You know, I. You know. Then if our worst nightmare if the Jets get in or something, you know, it's the same thing over and over. Yeah, and speaking of which, you know, the Jets just played the Bills, uh, and you know, and, and I mean, I think that if you look at that game, the Thursday night game or whatever, you know, that was big in the sense that I think they haven't been would have walked down a while, you know. Yeah, and 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 Owen too would have taken them out of the game, you know, and yeah. now they're going to be around for the duration, you know, because that game's going to propel them without an injury. They'll probably pro- propel them. Not, you know, I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team, but the Bills be, are pretty bad. The Bills are one from. of the worst teams in the league, you know, along with us and the Rams and you know who's the other bad one? I'm thinking about the Browns that we're going to play. Browns certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just hoping that we're not in that class. But we're we're a notch above it. You know, they had us ranked, power rankings, like we were ranked like 23rd. I think that's about right. Yeah. You know, that's what we are. That's, you How know, high can we get? Can we get to 15 I don't at see the end it. of the year? I really don't see it. That's what I'm hoping for, you know? Yeah, I don't I don't see it. You know, because the glaring needs this team had weren't addressed. I mean, you know, you, you, where are you going with your best linebacker, Misi? Yeah, I mean, uh, the linebacker situation is, is poor. And it's not just because of their run stoppage. It's like they are so bad when somebody's coming across the middle. They can't cover anybody. That's what's basically – And remember, there was no Gronk yesterday. Yeah. Imagine if he was playing. Gronk and Brady, oh. I mean, it's not going to be a 31-24 game. No. It's not. It's going to be a 48. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe 24 in garbage time. I don't know. But it, we it, couldn't stop the, the the tight end I never heard of. No, I know. 
uh, it, it, it was very scary to watch what you know their schemes were and, and, and things like that. So I, you have to adjust. You know, we like I said, we have a quick game. We have a game this weekend and a quick turnaround. And we have to go to Cincinnati. So that means three out of the first games are in tough places to play. Yeah, on the road. Three out of four. Yeah, I know. And uh, as much as this Cleveland game could be bounced back, you know, you're gonna get a wide. Night. You're gonna get a real eye opener quickly. Thursday night in uh, at yeah. home against Cincinnati. No, Thursday night in Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Is, is going to be. Yeah. You know, that's going to be, I guess, the, the pivotal point in the season, right? Yeah. Assuming that you can get this victory in Cleveland, which is not a given. Which is not a given. I'm not going to go around it. But if you don't, then, you know, then you have bigger problems than even you oh. believe. If you don't. If we, if we lose out, to Cleveland, you better be worried about winning a game. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I think that they will. But you're absolutely right. This, this could be a sign of something real major. But I like Geese, and I think that he's he's doing a lot of good things. Too early um, to blame him. Well, yeah, but if you lose to Cleveland, it's not. Yeah, well, you can start blaming him, but you gotta you gotta he's not gonna lose you gotta start blaming the person that made the you know put the ingredients in the pot. Not losing to Cleveland, Rich. It's not oh, losing at home to Cleveland. It's not gonna lose. To I don't think so. But you know. The uh, the Cincinnati game will be will be very interesting to see how that you know basically shakes out and whatnot, right? Yeah, there's no question. I mean, but you know, well, you know, like I said, I didn't like the way the team was set up, so can't get overly excited. Not surprised. It's unfortunately, it's everything I predicted was going to come to fruition. Hall of Fame finalists uh, or uh, the uh, first ballot, no, first ballot, first ballot, first ballot yeah, yeah, Jason Taylor. He better get in. I mean, you know, if he doesn't get in the first time, it's ridiculous. Zach again on the list. Doesn't well, I'd like to see Zach get like, to the next level at least once, you know? Which amazes me that he hasn't. I, the man was such a great he played for the wrong player. Team. You know, we have no respect when it comes to that. If, if he played for Pittsburgh or Chicago, he'd be in the Hall of Famer. He'd be in the Hall of Famer. Already. He really would. Yeah, you're right. If he was a Steeler, he would be in already. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, that's what I'm really hoping for this year. I mean, I hope Jason Taylor is the first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, but more so than that, I think I really would love Zach to deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He's got more tackles than any than any linebacker in the Hall of Fame. It's an absolute joke that he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we've I mean, watched him from, you know. He was a better player than Derek Brooks ever dreamed of being. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I think he was too. You know, I think he and was Audrey too. And that's another joke. I think he's better than Urlacher was, and you know, I, 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 I don't think you know Ray Lewis would get the nod over him. But yeah, and that's that's the Bob Kraft thing. Oh, that's, of course that's, it that's was. What that is. Yeah. Yep. And the Hall of Fame has always done you know weird things, and who knows what goes on in that room. But you can clearly see the influence of certain organizations. I'll be well, in New England and Pittsburgh. The first time I ever drove there, you know, and I realized how close it was to Pittsburgh, it should be the Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Fame. You know, yeah. they actually have to dig the, uh, into the uh, past to dig up guys you never heard of before. And they do. Know? And they do. They, do. they yeah. have a few times in the yeah. last 10 years. It's insane what we've seen go on. I know. It's kind of crazy, you know. So. I mean, that's what we're looking at. But I'd be, I'd be, you know, happy if I see Zach, you know, get a little bit of credibility and a little bit of respect. As well, he's going to get close because you don't want him off the list. You know, what I mean? know he's going to yeah. get to the finalists list. You know, well, you know, you, know, you don't want to have to wait for him for the uh, veterans. The guys community. usually, is there, has there been any examples of guys that have been in this kind of zone where they haven't gotten it that have actually gotten into the Hall of Fame? I'm sure there has been. You sort of has? Yeah, I'm sure there has been. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I think so. Oh, yeah. I hope you're right. Because the veterans committee is totally different. Well, I don't mean veterans. I'm saying that actually get in on like a regular path. Yes, it happens. Yeah, the guys get ignored for a while. There's, there's no question. I think with with Jason too, it'll put Zach in the spotlight a little bit more, and I think we'll have to get recognized. You know, you know what hurt hurt him big time, hurt Gooch too, is Pope getting sick. Because Pope was the, uh, he was a representative for the Dolphins, and you know he put up the uh, arguments for these guys. Right. So I think you know Edward getting sick, and you know that was huge. Yeah. We so lost our voice. Who does it now? I have no idea, but obviously it's not doing a good job. It's not Segaro. It could be, but I, I, I don't. It was, I really don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Well, nobody knows more about the fall. Well, Pope was much more respected than him. Yeah, without a doubt, Pope was a legend. You know, there's no doubt yep. about it. 
All right, so uh, next week, hopefully, we'll come back with some positives and have the, uh, you know, the Cleveland-Brown game be something that we can really harp on as, you know, some positives on in, in, in both sides of the ball. I anticipate it more on the offensive side, but we'll see how it goes and then uh, take it from there. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll see, you. we'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a booze Met a girl and we had a few drinks And I told her what I decided to do She looked out the window a long, long moment And she looked into my eyes She didn't have to say a thing With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.